My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. And welcome to the Spooktober Ghosttober edition of Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows? We might even solve the case. I'm Ali Seagull. <laughs> and I'm Morglissa Skelton. Very cool. We've also got Boo-deucer bloody nightmaria with us. <laughs> Who made these what up? Does that I mean? did. You did? <laughs> yes. Blue-deucer? Boo, like B-O-O. Boo-deucer. Oh, Boo-deucer. And you're Ali Seagull. Yeah, I should have said that better. I like more Glissa Skelton a lot. Thank you. First bit of exciting news. Webcrawler still has a Patreon. Every dollar will help us continue to create high-quality, well-researched shows. Our patrons will receive rewards like the pins that we sent out. Yeah. Uh, So some of you have started receiving that. We're sending out art today. Bonus episodes, videos, shout-outs, and merchandise discounts. And if you're listening to this episode, there's also a video component to it for our patrons. Mm-hmm. We are going to be doing some live Ouija boarding. Ooh. I have bought... I'm very petrified. So I have brought some crystals with us, and also I sage the room before we enter. Smells great. Yeah. We've reached $300, so we'll be doing a monthly bonus mini episode. Those will be coming out soon. To contribute, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. We've also got some Patreon shoutouts. We've got Jessica, Joshua I, Brooke A.S., Oscar J., Aaron with an E, Amy P., Benjamin B., Ryan M, Amanda W, Noah B, Gina M, and Kristen B, mm-hmm. Lane with a Y, Marissa G, Ezreal Q, Mike S, and Lexi N. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, for our weird Maria, thing thank of the you. week. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Maria doesn't get any of the money, but... No, 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 but I get... We can give her like 5%, maybe. No, I yeah. don't need it. I don't no. need it. My, my pay is being here with you. Great. So, our weird thing of the week... Is ghost sex. Yes, which I, I for some reason, end up bringing up every single episode. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just a matter of time before we actually dive deep into ghost sex. Anna Nicole Smith has had sex with a ghost. Right. Bobby Brown 
has had sex with a ghost. Who may or may not have been Whitney. Who may or may not have been Whitney Houston. And then we researched some other sex, ghost sex stuff. Yeah, so spectrophilia, it's a sexual attraction to ghosts, as well as the alleged phenomenon of sexual encounters between ghosts and humans. Yes. So we found this article, it's in the New York Post, it's called Woman Had Sex with 20 Ghosts is Now Engaged to a Spirit. Oh, God. Her name is Amethyst Realm. She was dumped by her childhood fiancé 10 years ago after he caught her in bed with another man. But the other man was actually a ghost. How did he see it? Well, her fiancé came home one day early from a work trip and saw the shape of a man through the window. What? Yeah. So she has since gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20 paranormal beings. Now she says she's found true love with an apparition. She said the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine-month relationship. She said there was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have (laughs) knees. But for the first time I heard him speak, I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. So how do they make plans if he can't speak? (laughs) Who was like, let's go on a trip, and who decided... I don't know. She said she's 30. She said she met her spooky match. Who, 30s are hard. 30s are, it's a rough, it's rough. Yeah. I'm deep in the, who doesn't have a name during a work trip to Australia in February? She said, I'd not had a phantom fling for a while and I was away on business. Starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. But then one day while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. Oh my God. Wait, I have a really good idea. <laughs> if you're listening, we should start an erotica page called Phantom Flings. And it's just people writing like erotica about having sex with ghosts. That, Ghost I like erotica. that idea. And it's called Phantom Flings. Phantom Flings. Ooh. Email us if you Email have a us. Phantom Fling story that you want to write. Ghost erotica. Ghost erotica. Uh, she said her friends and family have embraced her unusual engagement and now she's planning her big day as a pagan ceremony. Oh, God. She said, we haven't discussed the details yet, but I think it will be quite a big do, she said. However, the couple already had sex on the plane back from Australia when they first met. She said, I was happy and excited, so excited that we had to do something about it. She said, we headed to the plane loo and, well, I am now a member of the Mile High Club. Oh, boy. The bride-to-be added that this engagement is much more satisfying than her previous living fiancé. <laughs> Imagine being broken up with and yeah. replaced by a ghost. Uh, she said, sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved. She said, orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than I've had with ordinary men. Well, she definitely can't be on top. No. So she can only do missionary and doggy well, with a ghost. Well, but... Does the can the ghost take form of other objects? Like, can she use a vibrator and the ghost possesses the vibrator? Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering how are you? How if you're in a relationship with a ghost, do you argue? I mean, probably. <laughs> Who does the laundry? <laughs> Who does the laundry? <laughs> Who like? I don't know, man. This is crazy. there's. I found a travel channel show called Tales of Ghostly Lovers where they reenact se- se- spectrophilia experiences. What? Yeah, I watched it, a couple minutes of it. It's it's gross. And it's what is it on like at night night? Like, is it? Porn? I don't know. I just Googled it. I saw someone talking about it. What's it called? Tales of Tales ghostly of lovers? ghostly lovers. And it's just women talking about their relationships with ghosts. And they do reenactments. I didn't watch the whole thing because I got really bored after like two minutes. Yeah. It says due to the graphic and sexual nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised. Relationship now the man that I loved, only he was dead. Every time I started sensing him in my bedroom, he was standing in the corner of the room. I felt somebody grabbing my arms, pushing me down on the bed. It was sex, some of the best sex I've ever had. Forever, forever, I will love you forever. And they mean it. Cue spooky sounds. Well, I guess they, I mean, they're alive forever. Right. But then they can also leave, they can leave without a trace. Yeah, yeah, they could ghost you. They could go, oh. Um, Okay, there's also an Irish woman who married the ghost of a pirate and then divorced him (laughs) through an exorcism. It wasn't working out. Yeah. (laughs) Things happen. You can't blame everything on the paranormal, she said. 
Amanda Teague says she consulted with other people about her issues, but they assured her everything was fine. However, she said that her issues continuously grew worse, eventually putting her in the hospital with a near-fatal bout of sepsis that required emergency surgery in 2018. Teague believes her former husband, Jack, a ghost of a pirate from the 1700s, was the root of her problems. He was basically like an energy vampire. When spirits stay around too long, they need an energy source. And unfortunately, Jack was using me as an energy source. He had never accepted his own death, so he wanted to continue living through my body. In the end, there was a lot of red flags. She's the red flag. Yeah. And I ended up having an exorcism. Red flags? So she thinks that this ghost she was having a relationship with was sucking the life out of her. So she divorced him through an exorcism. I mean, yeah. Or maybe he was trying to kill her so they could be together forever. And if anything, that's kind of romantic. That's romantic. Dang, Amanda, you need to go get him. Yeah, she fucked up. She fucked up. She fucked up. He's like the one last romantic (laughs) in the the world. Yeah, he obviously (laughs) was the one. Should we somehow contact Amanda? We need to tell yeah. her this side of the story. Hey, you, Amanda, you've got it all wrong. You know what we need to do? <laughs> when we use the Ouija board today, we should try to contact yes. Jack and ask him if yeah. that's what happened. Yes, good idea. Add that to the list of questions. Yeah, because I think, I think that is what happened. So we've mentioned it a few times, but this episode, we are going to be talking about Ouija boards, and eventually we're going to be using the Ouija board, something that many people have said not to use. My grandmother specifically said to never go near a Ouija board, but we're going to research it. We're going to tell you the facts, and we're going to take every precaution to keep ourselves safe. <laughs> we got to get. It. We got to. We got to get deep into we're it gonna if we're going to get to the bottom it. of it. The Ouija board. It's known to be something of like the devil. I took the Ouija board by myself up to my bedroom one night. A game opened his eyes to the supernatural. It was moving so fast I could barely even keep up with it. I was really skeptical because I thought maybe the other people were just moving. Some other force was at work. You're really opening the door to some dark elements. Ouija board facts. These are from Wikipedia, of course, and the documentary on Amazon Prime called Yes, No, Goodbye. So the Ouija itself was created and named in Baltimore, Maryland in 1890, but the use of talking boards was common four years prior in 1886, when the New York Daily Tribune reported the phenomenon being used by spiritualists in Ohio. So it was eventually sold to Parker Brothers in 1966. So how did it get its name? Well, the Ouija board named itself, of course. In 1890, shit salesman Charles Kennard, he sold fertilizer, gathered a group of investors to capitalize on this talking board, which was born out of the spiritualist movement in 1886. But Charles Kennard didn't have a name for this wooden board inscribed with letters, numbers, and the words yes and no. So one night, Charles was hanging out at a Baltimore boarding house with investor Elijah Bond and Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters, who was a medium. I read she was a psychic medium. She seemed very cool when the group decided to ask the board what it wanted to be called. And the board spelled out O-U-I-J-A. They asked what Ouija meant. The board answered, good luck. (laughs) So essentially, Ouija is the art of divination. And it sprung out of the spiritualist movement of the 19th century. Okay, so what is divination? Divination comes from the Latin word divinare, to foresee, to foretell, to predict, or to prophecy. In Deuteronomy from the Bible, divination is actually prohibited, but in the early church, divination was actually accepted by the process of casting lots, although it was later deemed to be pagan. Casting lots is the process of like rolling dice to derive an answer. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen, um, I don't know if it's insidious where there's that one older guy who like rolls the dice with oh, the letters yeah. on it. And then he like derives, he asks a question and he rolls dice with letters and then like derives the answer from it. It's like boggle. Yes. Yeah. Boggle. But go, spooky, <laughs> boggle. spooky boggle. Spooky boggle. <laughs> In Mesoamerica, with the Aztecs, for example, they would use hallucinogens and quote unquote magic mirrors to try to communicate with the departed and their ancestors. 
The Japanese use something called omyodo, as well as numerology and tarot. In Taiwan, they use something called moonboards. But the spiritualist movement of the 19th century in Europe and in America primarily is what uh, influenced the Ouija board. In 1848, the Fox sisters Maggie and Kate claimed to have communicated with the spirit of a dead man via a system of raps and knocks at their home in Hydesville, New York. The sisters traveled through upstate New York, New England, and southern Ontario, giving demonstrations of their alleged ability to communicate with spirits. Numerous other women mediums also began to demonstrate their ability to communicate with the dead through, quote-unquote, trance speaking. But tests carried out in 1851 suggested that the girls were deliberately producing the knockings themselves, with no participation by spirits. This exposure did not slow down the growth in spiritualism, nor damage the reputation of the sisters. Mm-hmm. By 1867, spiritualism was considered a major religion, gripping one-third of the nation. However, in 1888, the Fox Girls revealed that they had faked the whole thing, like Millie Vanilli. Uh-huh. But Maggie later said that the confession itself was a deception and return to the promotion of spiritualism. Some writers argue that spiritualism was one of the first religions to become widespread through the actions of mass media. Wow. It, it's also like, have you seen those um, pictures they have of like, they used to fake it in photography too, where there's like, you could see all, like the fake ghost coming out of someone's mouth. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy. They used to do all this like stuff all the time. It was almost like the first con artists, unless yeah. you like believe in it. Yeah, it's crazy how they were like, we faked it. Then like, they're like, psych, we didn't fake it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, it's so weird. It's kind of like how they do aura photography now. It's like, is it real or is it a thing? Right. Okay, so how do you play the Ouija board? It is consequently designed to play tricks against us by working off of a principle called the ideometer effect. Our muscles make small subconscious movements without our realizing them. And when we see those movements shift the piece of plastic on the board, we become convinced that it's happening supernaturally. So all this amounts to us being able to scare ourselves into believing the paranormal. But if you believe in this shit, how does the Ouija board work? Well, you're communicating with the energy of the dead, of course. So why do people think Ouija boards are bad? Because they can let dark entities into our universe who will begin to have a supernatural orgy of evil in your home and possess your body if they feel like it. So you're basically letting spirits come into your house and doing whatever the fuck they want. So is there a way to use the Ouija board properly? Sure. First, you have to sage the area, which Allie did to the room (laughs) earlier. You have to meditate. You have to say a prayer protecting the space with white light, allowing in only spirits that mean good and none that mean harm. Bring in crystals for protection, which Allie did, like quartz. Is one of these quartz? Yeah, there's. I have two quartz. No, this is quartz and this is selenite. Selenite. Do you have black tor- tourmaline? That's the one that's in the middle. Great. To war- that's all we need. <laughs> We're all set. <laughs> I've looked up spirit photography. Oh, these are cool. Yeah, they're crazy, right? Spirit photography was first used by William Mumbler in the 1860s. He discovered the technique by accident. Oh, it's just like a double exposure. Yeah. Because they didn't have Photoshop in the 1800s. But think of how it was produced, Maria. Think of how easy that must have been back in the day to fool people. Yeah. Like being like one of the first people to take pictures and be like, oh, and I caught a ghost. And then. Yeah. Well, that's what those twin, those sisters did. I th- I saw a um there was a at an art museum in New York I saw a collection of these um they're so cool they're really cool and there's also that whole thing about fairies remember there Are was there orbs no there was like this whole thing in England about like this fair like oh yes ghosts out here were like fairies there where they were like if you were in the woods people would catch pictures of fairies and yes stuff. and then it was that one person like made up the whole thing yeah and it's also the same with like Bigfoot here. Well, Allie, that's, don't get crazy. I know that's real. <laughs> and then it was the same with orbs, where it was kind of, I think it was as photography was kind of being developed, every time that they would see some sort of anomaly, they would be like, oh, that's a ghost, that's a spirit. 
And as that was aligned with the spiritualist movement, people kind of bought into it. Yeah, the Cottingly Fairy Hoax of 1917. Ooh, what's that? I mean, that's I know that's what Maria was talking about, but get into it. What does it say? It's the photographs that two young cousins took. Yes. That show fairies. And they basically told everyone that fairies are real. Yeah, but what? They like just, because you can't Photoshop back then, right? So how did they, how did they do it? Are the, they dolls? The, uh, they were paper cutouts, oh. which she copied from a children's book. And they took turns posing with the pictures. And they they admitted it was fake in the 80s. That took them a long time. Wait, the 80s? What, on their deathbed? It must have been on their oh, deathbed. Oh, they died, one, at least died 1988. Yeah, what, what if 86? that was her last words? The, the fairies, fairies were, were fake. fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, good times. Okay, 12 rules for using the Ouija board. Because this is people, There's this is serious stuff. This is very serious. One, don't ever taunt a spirit. Two, be careful with the questions that you ask. There's a few questions you should never ask. You don't ask when you're going to die. You don't ask if you're sick. You don't ask what's going to happen in the future. You don't ask to talk to a demon. You don't, well, Melissa. Maria. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> you don't ask to be possessed. And apparently also I read, you don't mention God. Okay. I don't know why, but you don't. Seem reasonable. Yeah. Remember that not all spirits tell the truth. You never use a Ouija board alone because it will leave you vulnerable. Keep the board away from your home. Never you use your Ouija board at home. Oh. Which is why we're using it at Erios. Yeah, because we don't care about <laughs> We don't care about this. <laughs> There's shithole. already demons yeah. in here. <laughs> Assign a group leader. So one person should ask all the questions. Oh, okay. Assign a note taker. Don't leave the planchette on the board. So there's oh. the board, and then there's, like, the thing you put your the fingers eye. on, and that's the planchette. Don't leave it on the board alone. That's considered bad luck. You always have to close it down. So you always have always to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Okay. Choose your location wisely. Don't use it when depressed. Well, well <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll never be able to use yeah. it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Never burn a Ouija board. If you want to dispose of it, First, you need to close the connection you have with the afterlife. Then you'll want to bury it separately from the planchette. <laughs> and then you need to sprinkle some holy water over it to cleanse it. Oh, so now I have this Ouija board I got off Amazon yeah, you're and I'm stuck have to with do, it? Yes, or you're, we're going to have to it's cleanse like it the, with holy water and bury it. It's like the ring or what's the tape you watch. Yeah, you're, you're just going to have to gift it. Uh, we're going to have to gift it oh, to a competing no. podcast company. Okay, so you also want to always say goodbye, never use it in your home. It talked about if, if the planchette spells out the word Zozo. Oh, yeah. You got to get the fuck out of Why? here. Why? Melissa's going to tell you. Well... If your Ouija board spells out Zozo, Maria, it's time to hightail it and run. But who's Zozo? The internet isn't really sure, but the entity is apparently bad and has been around forever. It's apparently like from the beginning of time since since Ouija boards have existed. You mean the late 1800s? 1886? Since the beginning, since the dawn of time. <laughs> since the Mesozoic era. Since the Mesozoic era. <laughs> The T-Rexes. <laughs> the word people, the word Zozo comes up and then bad things happen. I think it's a demon. It potentially could be from a 1906 book, The Infernal Dictionary. Zozo appears under the name of the demon known as Pazuzu. According to a 1900s article, Brooke Kenilworth had her soul stolen by her husband Zozo, who was a mystic. Yeah. So they could be potentially from those, but no one really No one really knows. knows. But if you look on Reddit or, you know, like anywhere on the internet, you Google Ouija Zozo, there's tons of stories being oh. like the word Zozo came up and then someone in my family fell ill or like my animal died. Uh-oh. There's other warning signs other than Zozo or that they're all related to Zozo, but like rapid figure eight movements on the planchette, get out of get there. Get out of there. Rainbow side to... Rainbow? Rainbow, Rainbow like side, an arc. Oh, like an arc. Side okay. to side movement? Rainbow side to side movements of the planchette. Get out of there. If it spells Zozo, Zaza, ZZ, Mama, <laughs> Oz, Ozos, or Abacus, get out of there. What if it's talking about your mom, though? I don't know. Can I tell you guys something? Yes. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> no, you can't. That Zozo is often, this is from villains.fandom.com. Yeah. 
Zozo is often said to mimic the voices of the dead. <gasps> who the user of the Ouija board wishes to talk to. He is cruel, sadistic, and a demon who likes preying on people's insecurities and fears. He often delights in telling them they will die soon and is often brutally misogynistic. Oh, oh shit. He loves to pretend he is other spirits, oftentimes pre- pretending he's three different spirits at once. What? So this th- this demon just comes down and is like... And you don't know. You don't know. Havoc. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, my God. Zozo, oh, hashtag great. me too. And it says Zozo loves watching his victim squirm. Ew. Oh, my God. And it also <laughs> says it will try to befriend you. Oh, sounds like my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, seriously. Oh, dark <laughs> shadow movements in and around the Ouija area. Get oh. out. It says, if you come into contact with Zozo, don't panic. Darker entities feed off of fear. Close the session. Set boundaries. Smudge the area. Smudge your friends. Smudge? Smudge the area. Smudge your friends. What does that mean? That's a, well, I brought. Sage? Yeah, sage. But I I brought spray. So that we wouldn't have smoke and then we wouldn't set off the smoke alarms. Okay. Um, do not use the same Ouija board again and do not speak or say his name. Wow. God. Yeah. Another Ouija board warning sign mentions of paradise. Because I, I I read in one of the Zozo things where he's he told this guy that he was gonna he wanted to bring his family to paradise. Oh. And then the guy said, Where is paradise? And then it spelled out hell. What? Wow. That makes perfect sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's paradise? Well, he wanted to hell. go to paradise and then the Ouija board said hell. Like he was just trying to lure him and like play tricks, I think. Yeah, but that's not a very good trick. <laughs> you're nagging you're nagging Zozo. I'm right not nagging you can Zozo. tell the Ouija board you want to go to paradise and we'll see what happens. No, I don't want I'm not trying to neg Zozo or whatever, but I'm just saying like I don't know. I just he's like one of those sausage body boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no. <laughs> that's what Zozo is. He's Maybe Zozo's gonna get a crush on you. Because you're oh like... no. <laughs> he just thinks he's funny. Oh. <laughs> We also found some crazy Ouija board stories. Yeah, here's one from Reddit posted by Dr. <laughs> Titty Regal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On the paranormal subreddit. I was like, are you going to read the name? Oh, I'm going to read the name. It's called Ouija Boards Are Not To Be Fucked With. It said, I purchased a Ouija board from Amazon thinking it was bullcrap. Had some friends over and we popped it out. Three of us with our hands on it and we were asking questions. Nothing happens. We leave the slider on the board and leave the room. Come back and the slider has slid off the board onto the floor. Needless to say, we were pretty freaked out. Ever since then, my house has come to life. I've seen dark masses peeking around corners multiple times. I look and it goes away then appears when I look away. My parents and brother have also said they've seen and heard weird things since then. Their name being called when no one calls it. My brother claimed his phone charger slid across the floor. I had a different friend over a few weeks ago, and he woke up in the middle of the night and saw a tall, dark figure standing in the doorway watching him sleep. And last night's a tipping point. I woke up at around 3.15 and saw a dark figure at the end of my bed. No face or distinct features, just a very big, very dark, and it appears, and I felt so cold. I managed to go back to sleep, and I woke up throwing up this morning. Oh, my God. I don't know what I brought into my house, but let this be a warning. Ouija boards are not to be fucked with. And he said I got my brother and his girlfriend to do it with me to tell it to leave, and this time it moved. I do not think they were moving it. I asked, what are you? And it instantly went to B-Z-B. Do you know what I think that means? Beelzebub. Yeah, Beelzebub. I think it means busy bee. Okay. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, 
Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This one's crazy. It's by The Universe Scares Me. Same. Ouija board asked me to find a body. This previously got removed for fictional posting, so I just want to clarify that this is a true experience. So I'm extremely skeptical about the paranormal, but this experience kind of blew my mind, so I thought I'd share it. I used to live in a building that had eight separate flats in it. I didn't interact much with the other people in the building, except for the guy who lived next door to me, one of the nicest guys I've ever met and the guy who lived directly below me. I immediately noticed when I moved in that the guy below me was the opposite of a considerate neighbor. He blasted music at all hours of the night, sometimes for 24 hours straight. Honestly, though, I could sleep through a hurricane and it genuinely didn't bother me that much, except for the fact that it was super rude. Anyway, I opted to keep the peace and not mention it. The guy who lived next door to me, Gary, approached me one day asking if I would be okay about the guy below me playing his music so loud because even Gary could hear it in his flat. I told him I wasn't too bothered by it and Gary said he was relieved because he didn't want me confronting the guy on my own. I'm a 20-year-old girl and Gary was about 50, so I think he was just looking out for me. I asked why and he said that he'd met the guy years beforehand through work and he'd introduce himself as John, but when he moved into the flat, he introduced himself as Wes. Gary had gone back to one of the other guys who'd worked with him to double check, and he said he'd switched between the two personalities regularly, so he obviously had some sort of of personality disorder. I'm hardly an expert on stuff like that, but I'd hear Wes, that's the name my boyfriend and I ended up using to refer to him, yelling quite a lot, and I wondered if he maybe played music to drown the voices out in his head or something. I might be way off the mark. As I said, I'm not an expert. Anyway, one day I found a note taped to my door. Stop your constant banging. I can't sleep. You can tell from the handwriting that had been scrawled in a fury. Now, I was at work at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And when I get home, I pretty much sit in my sofa all night. Obviously, I made tea and went to the bathroom too, but I definitely wasn't constantly banging. Anyway, Wes took it upon himself to start banging on his roof, my floor, whenever he felt I was being too loud, and that's how I knew it wasn't me, because he'd bang at the most random times and I hadn't moved from the sofa for over an hour, sometimes at like 4am when I'd been in bed for hours. My boyfriend knocked on his door a few times, but he never answered. This is where it gets creepy. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, to be completely honest, so I never thought much of the weird noises I heard in that flat. I was living in a building with seven other people after all. In hindsight, my boyfriend said some weird things in his sleep too, but he sleep talks random nonsense regularly anyways. Despite me not believing in ghosts, I did find it super interesting, and I have a Ouija board which I occasionally try out. Uh One night, my boyfriend and I decided to use it. We'd already used it once before in the flat, but nothing happened. This time, however, it did. Oh, no. Mostly it was moving to random letters that made no sense, but I was still feeling a weird vibe. The candles kept flickering, which I know sounds weak, but I just had a really weird feeling about the situation for some reason. Anyways, then the board says F-I-N-D-M-E. Find me. Nope. So naturally I ask, where are you? And it says W-E-S-H-I-D-B-O-D-Y. Like an absolute idiot, I read that as we should body and hastily concluded that the board was talking nonsense, said goodbye, and turned the lights on. 
To be completely honest, I was getting really freaked out. I thought I could hear things moving, and I didn't want my boyfriend to see how creeped out I was because he believes in ghosts, and I'm always super skeptical about it. Only after, when I sat on the sofa, did I realize that it had actually been saying, Wes hid body. Oh. When that (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Like Wes hid the body. Is Wes her boyfriend? Wes is the guy who lives downstairs. One of his personalities. One of the guy's personalities downstairs is Wes. Oh no. When the realization hit me, I told my boyfriend whose reaction was, funny, nice try. But to this day, he thinks I was pushing the board and played dumb to make sure it was realistic. But I wasn't. Out of curiosity, I tried to look up local murders or disappearances, but I couldn't find anything. I also can't find any social media for rest or anything of interest about him online. Side note, how fuming would that ghost have been at me sitting there saying, we should body? That makes no sense. (laughs) I moved out of that flat a couple of months ago. Not going to lie, I've not used the Ouija board since. Well, he needs to go find that body. We need to find find the body. It's crazy. Here's a crazy story where jurors used a Ouija board to decide their verdict. Seems fair. So in 1994, English insurance broker Stephen Young was found guilty of the gruesome double murder of Harry and Nicola Fuller. One month after the trial concluded, a front page headline of News of the World newspaper said, Murder juries, Ouija board verdict, booze, dirty jokes, and then the Ouija board. The report quoted the youngest member of the jury, 24-year-old Adrian, who said four jurors had tried to consult the spirits of the dead while locked overnight in a hotel. As the other jurors slept, the small group sat on the floor around a Ouija board they had made from a piece of paper in a hotel room wine glass. One juror, Ray, took charge of addressing the spirit, which identified itself as Harry Fuller, one of the murdered men. Ray asked, who killed you? The glass spelled out, Stephen Young done it. He said, how? The glass spelled, shot. As the jurors discussed what they should do, the glass spelled out, vote guilty tomorrow. By the end of the seance, some of the jurors were crying. The group retired to the rooms and agreed not to tell the others what they had done. So following these revelations, the UK Court of Appeal quashed the double murder conviction of Stephen Young and ordered a new trial. But after a five-week hearing, the jury found Stephen Young guilty again. That's fucking insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. There's also Ouija board crimes. In November 1989, six U.S. Army intelligence analysts started experimenting with the supernatural while stationed in Osberg, West Germany. While using a Ouija board, they said they were contacted by a number of spirits who supposedly predicted events like an earthquake in Iran and the Gulf War. The Ouija board told them that they should begin preparing for Jesus's return because the rapture was going to happen within the next five years. The board told them they should leave, just leave, and things would work out. So all six intelligence officers went AWOL and boarded a flight from Munich to Atlanta, then to Gulf Breeze, Florida, which is known for its UFO sightings. Oh, is it? Yes. They were hoping to meet with a psychic friend who lived in the area, Miss Cleo. But the rapture (laughs) did not occur, and instead the six men were arrested by Florida police five days after deserting. They were found guilty of going AWOL and discharged from the army. Well, that's what you get yeah. for listening to Ouija Bird. So another crime on February 11th, 2001, 53-year-old grandmother Carol Sue Elviker was using a Ouija board with her daughter Tammy and her two daughters. Elviker apparently received Carol a message. Carol and Tammy. Carol and Tammy. Carol Sue and Tammy. Uh, She received a message from God through the Ouija board informing her that her son-in-law, Brian Roach, was evil and needed to be killed. So she grabbed a knife and stabbed him and killed him in his sleep. Uh So after stabbing him, she tried to stab Tammy's 10-year-old daughter, but Tammy wrestled the knife from her mom and hid it in the house. They all piled into a car with Elviker driving. She tried to kill everyone in the car by running into a road sign, but she only ended up breaking both of her ankles and slightly injuring the other passengers. Oh, God. 
She then got out of the car and tried to push one of her granddaughters into traffic, apparently believing that she had inherited Brian's evil. Jesus. She ran from the scene, even though both of her ankles were broken. Oh, my God. She stripped off her clothes and hid in the forest, but was soon arrested by the authorities. What's really odd is that she has had no history of mental problems. Drugs and alcohol were not involved, and investigators couldn't find any evidence of domestic problems in their home. But she was ruled insane and committed to a psychiatric hospital. That sounds like your classic possession. Your classic possession. Yeah. No history of mental illness. That's possession 101. She was possessed. Okay, Melissa. So should we should we play with our Ouija board? You know what? I think we should. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Maria, are you going to play too or are you just going to watch us? I'm going to I'm going to watch and then just like kind of like fend off whatever zozo brings. whatever zozo brings i'll just bring i'll just match oh, it you know boy. what we i can give you the sage spray uh-huh and if something okay. if something seems off you just give us a spritz do you want me to grab the board yeah. yes please i'm fully scared <laughs> oh, my boy. grandma who was a reiki master and a medium is really was really against ouija boards because she said that there you that's how you get possessed or you bring a spirit you bring bad spirits into the world Okay, what do we do? I'm scared. Okay, so do you want to ask the questions or should I ask the questions? Uh, you ask the questions. Okay, so I think first we put this here, and I think we both put two on two fingers on the here. Is there a spirit in the room? You're moving it, Melissa. I'm not moving it. I mean, it's it's leaning towards yes. <laughs> Is there a spirit in the room? Stop it! <laughs> what? Did you just turn, you off, turn the off the lights? No. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that is not funny, Maria. What? Maria. What did I do? What did I do? You turned it off. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <gasps> what happened? Is there a magnet? What did you guys do? No, what are you, what are you talking about? Look at how much about? it just moved that you way. You moved it. I did no, not No, I did it. the light. I swear to god I did the light. My hand legit was off of it and it moved over there. No, Allie, it's pointing I did the to light. Know. <laughs> Allie, I did the light, no, you but I didn't. I swear on my life it like moved <laughs> no, over there. I Allie, it, just it, do it for I real. hope the camera caught it. Is okay. can the camera see the planchette? Can the can the camera see just? Yes. Well, it can see everything that's happening. Good. Then I hope it caught what just happened. Okay. Um. Fingers on. Oh, we have to ask about Jack. Which one's Jack? The woman who divorced Jack the pirate ghost. Oh yeah. Oh, what's that, Jack? Are you, are you here? Is Jack the ghost here? Is there a spirit? If there are any good spirits here, no bad spirits. Do any good spirits want to talk to us? Nothing's for the listener. There's nothing happening. <laughs> did you see No, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> it did it. That's what it did before. That's why I think there's like a magnet. On what? I don't know. Like, could these be mag? Those are magnets. <laughs> you guys are so mean! <laughs> you guys are so fucked up! <laughs> Did you guys do this? <laughs> you guys are so fucked up. It's there's something to magnetize it to. Did you guys do no, this? Allie, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a magnet. That's the bottom of the planchette. You swear on your life you didn't magnetize <laughs> no. this. No. I didn't magnetize anything. It is okay. It's not moving, but every so often it will just move on its own. Like when we ask it questions, it doesn't do anything, but then every so often it will like shoot off. I've seen it and Maria saw it. It's not the two of your hands. Just no, it's when out. I like lift my hand off. Okay. Is, 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 is what? Does the Ouija board work? Melissa, I can't play it alone. Put your fingers on. You're moving it. I'm not moving it. I feel like Melissa's moving I'm it. I'm not moving it. I'm for sure not moving I'm it. I'm not moving Wait, it. Wait, so it's just moving on yes. its own? 
I swear on my life I'm not moving it. Are you moving it? No. Okay, it so it's went here. To yes. Are you the demon that lives inside? Don't of- fucking talk about demons. We can't ask if it's the demon that lives You're inside Maria. To up demons. <laughs> <laughs> no, that demon left with the antibiotics I took. Okay. Is there a spirit here? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! No way! No way! No way! No way! You saw that, Melissa? No way! No way! Ellie's in the corner. You guys! I'm not touching it. I, there's nothing to magnetize it to. There's no magnets anywhere. <laughs> what is that? I've that's <laughs> okay, but that's like super creepy, right? Like that's horrible. Yes, it's I horrifying. Can't tell if you guys are playing a prank on me. What am I? Do- How is anyone doing anything? <gasps> Stop it, you guys! Stop it! <laughs> no, 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 no. no. not okay forever (laughs) oh my god we have to take that technology and bring it to sleepovers everywhere oh my god such a bitch melissa i wish i could explain oh i had to tape this on my leg when i came in today the door was locked and i was like what's going on (laughs) melissa melissa took the planchette and she taped and she glued these magnets to the magnets. bottom and she had a magnet on her knee and that's how she was operating the Ouija board <laughs> oh my god it still doesn't explain how the light turned off well uh, maria you did I the didn't light do that yes i did the light okay I did the how light. i plugged in the remote for the refrigerator to, to the light to the light <laughs> You guys are really lucky I didn't pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but that you knew it was me right away as soon as I did I didn't know that. that was you. I really was starting to get freaked out by the yeah. Ouija board. Yeah. I on I honestly was about to be like, we need to shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that worked. <laughs> okay, well let's just say goodbye just in case. Goodbye. 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 Whew. Look at my, I literally have chills. That was so scary. Wow, I really hope we got that all on video. That's why I was like, I couldn't stand up to put the tripod up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I was like, for his being so helpful, I'm not at all. Well, that was an insane experience. And truly one of the most scared times I've ever, I've ever been scared. I can't believe it worked. I usually don't like a prank. But I really, that was a good prank. That was amazing. That was pretty good. We are going to read to close up. You guys, after our episode last week on different sleep disorders, we got some really interesting emails about sexomnia. Yeah, we got one from Tiffany, who says her husband has sexomnia. Interesting. Do you want to read that one? She says, hey, ladies, my husband and I have been married for 12 years and dated for three years before that. It has only been in the last couple of years that his sexomnia has kicked up to high gear. At first, I just thought that he was trying to get in some late night sexy time. Uh, But then I would mention 
and the next day, and he would have no recollection of doing the deed or would say that I was the one who initiated it when he would wake up in the middle of the act. For the longest time, I thought he was just messing with me and pretending not to remember. It usually starts with him grabbing me, fondling me or himself and leads to having sex, which I'm usually happy to go along with. There's a few differences between his sleep sex versus awake sex. With sleep sex, he is more vocal a little more aggressive, and usually has a blank stare. I would say 90% of the time he wakes up during the middle, but sometimes he will finish and just rolls right over and back to sleep. Oh my God, that's crazy. When I don't feel up to it, I just tell him no and remove his hands off of me. He usually tries a few more times before he finally huffs, gives up, and turns back to me. He does talk in his sleep from time to time, but has never had any other sleep disturbances to my knowledge. Sexomnia, real thing that happens. Some international listener shout outs. We have Janine in Ireland, patron Mark from the UK, and Peter from Perth, Australia. But anyways, thank you so much to all of our listeners. Again, we will be doing some uh, scary stories next week. If you have one, email it in or record it and send it to us. Uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us, webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. We have a Reddit channel. It's webcrawlerspodcast. We're on Patreon, webcrawlerspodcast. Everywhere you get your podcasts, we're on Spotify. We need you guys to like and subscribe. Yes, please. And again, if you are a Patreon patron, you will be able to see... Our whole Ouija board live cast. Yeah, video we'll put the whole video up there. Live of me being scared shitless. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and that whole debacle. Anyways, thank you for listening and have a very good spooktober. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.